Here's one of our favourite moments from Jason Lawrence. Check out the full show on our podcast feed. Jason Lawrence, Mission Made Possible. Mission Made Possible. At the start of this year, we put a call out to Melbourne for our mission made possible. And Clint, we received thousands of entries. People right across this great state of ours have been doing it very, very tough for the last few years. Well, Lauren, you remember back to last year and the the horrible depths of despair with lockdown and Mm COVID-19 and all the rest. There's a lot of people who have been doing it tough and are still doing it tough. I think we had, what, 1,200 entries? Yes, and we went through every single one of them, but there was one that stood out to us. I mean, there were many that stood out to us, I should say, but there was one in particular, uh, a, a family that we were introduced to by a lovely lady named Jessica who wrote us a letter and we're going to introduce them to you shortly but this is the letter that we received from Jessica. Hey Jason Lauren, I'd like to nominate my co-worker and her son. Katie is a nurse that currently works with me in the neonatal intensive care unit at the Royal Women's. When she goes home she's a primary caregiver for her terminally ill son Harper. Harper is five years old and was diagnosed in 2019 with a rare neurological condition called Batten disease, CLN2 to be specific. Batten's is a life-limiting degenerative disease. It's a mixture of epilepsy, MND, Parkinson's, and dementia, specifically for children. His family have had a few tough years, as most of us have with this pandemic. 2020 for Harper meant that few places were open and available to make memories as a family, but that hasn't stopped them from trying. When Harper was diagnosed, his mom set three goals, to make memories as a family, for as many people as possible to know Harper's name, and to raise awareness for Batten's. My life sure is brighter since meeting Harper, and now I hope yours will be too. That's Jessica there, who is a friend of Harper's family. Uh, We got to spend some time with Harper and his gorgeous family, including his incredible mum, Haiti, who we're going to introduce you to after this song. They're an extraordinary family, and we're really thrilled that they're part of our very first Mission Made Possible. You're listening to the Jason Lauren Podcast. Jason Lauren's Mission Made Possible. Yes, earlier this year, we put out a call out to Melbourne for our mission made possible. Just before that song, we read you a letter that really stood out from us from an incredible lady called Jessica who works with an extraordinary woman called Heidi. She and her family have been doing it very tough over the last couple of years when her son Harper was diagnosed with a condition called Batten's disease, which we weren't familiar with, but we read about the terrible effects of it. Uh, And Clint, we had the family in the studio. We wanted to learn more about Harper. We wanted to learn more about his condition and we wanted to learn more about his family and we wanted to try and help them out. So we'd like to introduce you to Harper's beautiful mum, Heidi. Heidi. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the studio. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks so much for coming in. We've just gotten to meet your beautiful family. Little Harper is just gorgeous, but he has a very difficult life, which in turn means your family have a really heartbreakingly difficult life. Can you tell us a little bit about Harper's story? So Harper is my second child. Um, He is currently five years old. Um, For the first three years of his life, we had no idea that he had anything wrong with him. He 
made all of his milestones. He walked, he talked, he loved kicking a ball and throwing um, goals. And then a month after his third birthday in June 2019, he had his first seizure, which came out of the blue. And between June 2019 and December 2019, we continued to have seizures, which we were unable to get any control over with medication. So the first time he had a seizure... Where was it? Where did it take place? So it was in our front yard. Yeah, right. Um, And did he just drop to the ground? Yep, he just dropped to the ground, started shaking, oh. turned blue um, and so had to call an ambulance and go to hospital. And I have to say that that was the longest phone call I've ever made mm. is waiting for someone to come and help us. We stayed overnight, he recovered, we went home with, we'll refer you to the neurology department, could just be a one-off and we'll see what happens. Um, it wasn't a one-off. Two weeks later, he had another seizure at Kreish. Um, and then a week and a half after that, he had two back-to-back seizures where we were given the diagnosis of epilepsy. He started to fall more often. He was more clumsy on his feet. He started to lose words. He wasn't saying as much. And he just wasn't as coordinated as what he had been. He was a kid that could kick a ball amazingly and could throw a ball, and all of a sudden he was unable to pick a ball up quite easily. He was Mm. tripping, he was falling. He was, all of his milestones that you see as a kid were going backwards. So at what point do you say we need an answer on what's happening? Um, It was the whole way along, the fact that he kept seizing, the fact that we never got control of his epilepsy. And it was when the neurologist had a team meeting and um, and they did some genetic tests. And that's unfortunately when we found out his diagnosis. Which was Batten's disease. Yeah. So I remember getting handed a photocopied one-sheet piece of paper with what it meant. And the best way to describe the symptoms of Batten's is if you combined epilepsy, dementia, blindness and MMD. It's got components of all of those and it makes up Batten's. And you're looking at this and looking at your three-year-old thinking... Yep. Why? Yep. Do you remember anything specific on the bit of paper reading? Incurable and terminal. I, I, I can't even imagine. Oh, mate. No, I'm so sorry to hear that. I really am. Um, how are you doing? I have had to go through realising that I will never see my son go to high school or graduate or, you know figure out what he wants to do in life. I will never get to see him marry, um, to have his own kids. And all of that is absolutely heartbreaking. But what I have got out of this is I've met some amazing people. Um, He's got an amazing tribe behind him and we have packed as much in as we can. And our aim is to absolutely keep doing that while we've got him with us. He's a hell of a kid. We've only got the chance to meet him this morning. <laughs> he's, he's got such a, such a good attitude. Oh, God, we're all in tears here. <laughs> I can't believe I'm crying more than you. <laughs> Just before we got on the air, you were mentioning you guys recently did a trip to Mildura. Yep. You were saying to us, the way you said it, I, I just couldn't get past. You were like, we took him back there for his final trip. Yep. Is that how you look at everything you do now? It's very possible that 
we, well, we don't know how long we've got with him and we don't know how long he will be well enough to do any kind of travel. Um, and it was amazing to be able to take him back to, you know, our old schools, our old high schools. We did some corny things like showed him where we had um, our wedding photos and took some photos with him. Oh, so I'm we, embarrassing at any age. I know. We did it all. Um, <laughs> so we did things that, you know, we could have embarrassed him in the future, but we packed it all into one holiday. How did you get him there? Uh, the Royal Flying Doctors. Aren't um, have, they extraordinary? They've got a program called Memory Lane and that's taking palliative care people to places of significance and they were wow. amazing enough to help us out. Katie, oh, what's your favourite thing to do with him? Just, it's honestly as simple enough as to get on the floor, get down to his level and just muck around with him. Anything as simple as that that brings him giggles and laughter and it's the best thing in Nothing the world. Nothing else matters at that point. Yep. Oh, they are quite an extraordinary family and to think that they're looking at a palliative care patient who's three years old is just something that no parent should ever have to deal with. You're listening to the Jason Lauren Podcast. Jason Lauren's Mission Made Possible. Earlier this year, we put a call out to the people of Melbourne for our mission made possible. Earlier this morning, we introduced you to an incredible family who are doing it very tough, it's fair to say. That's an understatement, Clint. And the first thing that struck me about Heidi is that she's just so calm. Like, there must be so much going on behind the scenes. Yes. And this is so... Uh, should be soul-destroying, but she's so calm. So, Heidi is the mother of a beautiful five-year-old boy called Harper, who back in 2019 was diagnosed with a rare neurological condition called Batten disease. She spoke to us early, uh, earlier and told us about when they found out that he had this incurable terminal illness, which... For a mother of a three-year-old, I can't even imagine. Um, she's an extraordinary woman. And now we're going to introduce you to Hades' husband and Harper's dad, Matthew. Hades managed to not swear yet, so the pressure's on you, Matt. Um, welcome to the show, mate. Thank you. How are you holding up, mate? Um, it's a struggle. I, I think day-to-day -day you're pretty fine because you're sort of just you're in the moment kind of thing. You're just dealing with it. It's times like this when you sit back and you're thinking about all the stuff you used to be able to do and all you've seen other people, it's when it hits. Can I ask, what's what's probably been the hardest point for you guys? M missing hearing mum. Yeah, all right. Yeah, that's that one. I'm not hearing dad anymore. Not hearing go away. <laughs> used to say go away all the time. It's his favourite catchphrase. <laughs> Isn't it just like you imagine, I, I'm not a parent, but I imagine as a parent hearing your kids say go away all the time, go away, you resent that, right? And then when that's taken away from you, all you want is to have those silly little arguments again. And it was go away was always said with a cheeky grin. <laughs> the cheeky grin's still there, I noticed oh. that this morning. Oh, the cheeky grin <laughs> and the evil giggle is still there, um, but it used to be... So go away was not always said in, like, a go away, we don't like you. It was like, <laughs> go away. <laughs> How is it when you guys go out in public now as a family? It's... I think we've got to the stage now where it's very obvious that he's different. Yeah. 
um, it's very obvious that there is something wrong with him. People do stare or look at us and I understand that they're doing it because they don't understand what's going on. Yeah, right. I honestly just wish that they'd come and ask because I would be so happy to talk about him. It's a really good point. A really good point. Well, if there's one thing I love, it's it's watching you light up when you talk about some of the memories you guys are creating. And that's what we would love to try and help out with as well and, and try and, you know, create some more memories of Harper and the family. Let's go through what he loves. He, we know he loves his Peppa Pig. Has he got a footy team? Richmond. Oh, oh God. my team. Yep. Uh, he used he to didn't be... just jump on the bandwagon the other year when no. they started No, no, no. <laughs> they... he, he's been indoctrinated by the grandparents <laughs> they, from birth. They, they were no good until he was around. Right. Oh, oh. There you go. <laughs> he's their little mascot. <laughs> he, uh, he used to be able to sing the song or at least do the hay part. Oh, yeah. Um, and now if he plays it, you can see him still try to form the mouth. He doesn't Aww. make the sound anymore, but you can see him still try to say hey, um, and he still will bounce. That's to the now. Does. Let me sing that for you, Jason. <laughs> in any weather, you will see us with a grin. Hey, hey. risking head and skin. Hey, we're behind it. Yeah, it's the best bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to get him to a football game this year. Do you think? Yeah, this his sense sensories like hearing, you know, the sounds and you know the atmosphere and all that sort of thing. So certainly loves the sounds. Um, he loves the music, the atmosphere and, and hearing the crowd will be beautiful for him as well as us being able to see his reactions. The footy brings families together, doesn't it? Unless you kills in... my sports bet account. <laughs> <laughs> um, just, just quickly before we let you guys go today, is there anything you want to say to people that are listening to your story? I want to let other parents with kids with rare diseases know that there are other people out there. They might not have battens, but there is so many families out there with rare and unusual conditions that are fighting alone and not knowing, not being able to see the light in the darkness. I just want to let them know that there are others like you out there and just to appreciate and love your kids every day because you just never know what's around the corner. Well said. Well, we're going to be chatting a lot about this special little kid and you guys are going to become pretty much furniture around here in the building, if you don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> but um, thanks for coming in this morning, guys. We really appreciate it. No worries, Thank you. They are quite an extraordinary family and Haiti Harper's mum, it's extraordinary to think that she works in a neonatal ward so she deals with families and children and babies all day long and then she goes home and starts her day again looking after her beautiful little boy Harper Clint. They're an extraordinary family and they've definitely got all of our hearts, haven't they? Extraordinarily strong. Yes. Like, I mentioned the word calm but the strength that you know, Haiti exudes and Matthew as well. It's just something to admire and, and to think exactly what Haiti does as a day job and then what she has to endure when she heads home. It's, it's amazing. And over the next few days, we're going to be learning more about yes. Harper, but more importantly, this is a mission that we want to make possible. We've got a few tricks up our sleeve for this beautiful little family, don't we? I'm pretty sure we can do it. Like, you've got some resources here and what better <laughs> what better vehicle to steer these resources? Exactly I mean, right. we normally do silly things on this a show, but to be able to... big big places. Yes. ...do something really positive for these more than deserving 
it's just unbelievable. So yeah, that, that's right. That so will play out all week, won't it? It will be playing out all week. We're not going to tell you what it is yet, but we're going to do our very, very best to create some memories for this extraordinary family. So make sure you stick with us this week. You're listening to the Jason Lauren Podcast. We just introduced you to an incredible family, uh, young Harper. He's five years old and he is the subject of our mission made possible. We are going to be creating something amazing for him and his family. Z has called in. Good morning, Z. I believe you were just listening to our story about Harper and his beautiful family. Yeah, and, you know, the whole situation is obviously so heartbreaking and what you guys are doing is just so incredible. Um, and I'm sure that, you know, the, the memories and, and the goodness that's, that's coming from you guys is, is just going to be, you know, that, that legacy is just going to live on forever. Well, Z, when we spoke to Harper's uh, mum, she said she had a couple of goals and one was for us all to know Harper's name. So hopefully after this morning, more and more people know about Harper and to create some incredible memories. So that is what we are on a mission to do. Do you think we can achieve it and make this mission possible? Absolutely. Absolutely. I've seen, um, you know, I've seen the show do a couple of really amazing things for some some families um, that that are doing it a little bit tough and um, it's just really heartwarming and, and you know, I just love it's spreading the love. It's, it's amazing. So. Thanks, yeah, Eve. you know what? It's more important than ever that we spread the love. So we'll be doing that. Stick with us this week as we make Harper's mission possible. Thanks for listening to the Jason Lauren podcast. For more great content, check them out on socials at Jason Lauren.